The lights are low, it's dark outside, and there is a gloriously beautiful, shining castle standing you right in the face. It feels like you're the only one there in the park because it's so late. And no, this is not extra magic hours, but something that we like to call Disney After Dark. Adventurers out there, and welcome back, everybody, to episode 15 of the Grape Soda Club podcast. My name is Christina Porter, and I'll be your host. We're getting right into it this week, so grab your adventure books and let's get started. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome back. Hi. Thanks so much for joining me this week. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that the Mouseketeers have come out to play and listen to my podcast and the Ellie Badgers. Hey, how are you guys? So this week, as you might notice, Neil is not here with me because we're still in the stages of getting ready for our home. Eep, so excited. So I kind of am flying solo today, but rest assured he will be back and there'll be more exciting things to talk about. But I did want to talk about one of the topics that I haven't talked about yet, and I have yet to experience it. And I want to talk about Disney after dark. Now, I know that there have been a lot of people who have probably done this in the past. And just like anything else, it is a Disney package that has, you know, it costs extra, just like the nighttime show packages or fast passes or preferred seating but this actually seems like it's legit like it's something that you should actually do i mean the price is pretty hefty it's 119 dollars dollars per person and adults and children you obviously can make your reservations through the walt disney world website you know or call the travel agents there and you know figure out when you want to go and when the best time to go and it does, what the one thing about this is, is if you are a resort guest, it does not replace your extra magic hours. And that kind of to me, like, eh, um, because I feel like you are getting shysted when you don't get the extra magic hours at the resort. You know, there this event, it, it's held on non-resort extra magic hour days, but that's part of the beauty and the glory of staying at the resort is that you're getting these extra magic hours. And so to me, it's kind of a shame that they've taken this away, but I've seen so many wonderful videos and heard so many experiences about how this is like the best place to see, you know, those characters that you don't get to see very often. So for me, it would be to go there to see Carl and, you know, uh, maybe meet Doug if he's there. Sometimes he's in Animal Kingdom, but those like rare characters, this is the time where they make those appearances. So, you know, it came to Magic Kingdom last year, just a little bit of backstory. It gave, you know, you you got to experience a lot of the attractions that you wanted to experience. You got a lot of the meet and greets. And the nice part about this is that there's only a limited amount or a small number of guests that can be in the parks at one time. So that's actually a really nice thing. So you pay the $119. You're at the park for a small, you know, for a long period of time for a few hours. But there's only like a certain number that they allowed to purchase these tickets, which is cool. Um, you can go on rides like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Space Mountain, Little Mermaid, and there's pretty much like no wait time again because of the small number. So all in all, it seems like it's a it's a pretty good deal for what you know you're paying for and what you're doing, and you get such beautiful shots of like all the different places. And the one thing that I've always really wanted to do was see Disney at nighttime. Like I've always wondered what happens at nighttime there. Like you know what goes on when did the like custodians come out and clean the place how does magic kingdom shut down so i've always wondered what that's been like and so this is like a really good opportunity to see those things happening and 
I like I again though like I go back and forth between is it really worth it or do you go pay your park admission and going during the day you know there's so many pros that I've listed and I I don't even know like I know that you can get like certain foods there and they offer you certain things because you're going to Disney after dark. So obviously not everything's going to be open, but I feel like part of going to Disney World 2 is experiencing all the foods and everything when the park is alive in the the during the daytime. Like that's part of the magic. Now, granted, the there is nighttime magic such as like happily ever after and, you know, riding the rides at nighttime too, even if it's not after dark. But like, I don't know, like I think maybe some of the the cons would be that not everything that's open during the day is open at night because there are certain things they feel like they have to shut down but at the same time it would be really cool to feel like you're sleeping at disney world so um i just i don't know i i go back and forth on this again it it's probably cheaper than your regular admission to magic kingdom and there's less people which is always a plus uh, especially if you're going with a family and i you know it's 119 dollars for adults and children but at the end of the day that is literally like a park admission ticket you're going at nighttime there's not a lot of things you know a lot a lot of people there so i really don't see like why anybody wouldn't do it unless you like magic kingdom during the daytime which we do and it's just like you know mickey's not so scary halloween party or very merry christmas like it's a nighttime event, so it's not really worth it to go there during the day. So that's that's just my opinion on it. I would honestly probably do it just to see like the rare characters that don't come out all the time during the day. Because I really want to meet Carl and uh, I just I hope one day I can. And, you know, just so, like when we've been to like the other events, we've seen some rare characters come out. So I'm really all about it for those that those kinds of experiences. And I think it, it would be kind of cool again to experience Disney at night and see what it's about you know I, I read a lot a lot of the books that I've read I've read a lot of kingdom keepers and I really love how they you know write about you know the parks and how the parks really come alive in those books and how there's so much you know involvement in the like the stories about like the different characters and how these kids like walk around and how they are you know how they play in in the parks and things like that and for me, like Disney After Dark is almost like that. Like it's almost like this, you know, like the Kingdom Keepers type of thing where you're like a player and you go in and you're going to experience like Maleficent coming alive or like, you know, you get all those like cool experience. Like you're in like a video game or something like because that's what Kingdom Keepers is. It's like you're you're in this video game. You got to save parks, which would be awesome. Um, so I really feel like this is something that would give you that experience. And so I definitely think this is one of those where I'm like, hmm, worth it. I would have to say if you're if you're doing like the the fireworks packages, the fantastic packages, things like that, generally steer away from those, even though it will offer you opportune, you know, seating. I don't always know if it's the best for what you're paying. I mean, the dessert parties sound awesome. And sure, if you really want to go see, you know, those shows and you really want to have those special desserts and you want to get like that prime time seating like I would say absolutely but I feel like Disney does a lot of let's just make a package a package out of a package you know and that to me is just not like I don't I don't understand why they have to make a package out of a package or make everything like this bigger deal but this I do understand and this I can actually get down with again the downside would be you know, if you're a resort guest and you feel like you're losing your extra, ma- you know, magic hours, that's a downside. But 
eh, what can you do? I, I, and I, in a sense, I kind of wish that they would, you know, make more, um, extra like magic hours for resort people who are staying there because you are paying a pretty penny to stay on property. So that, that to me would be uh, one of the cons there is like, you know, doing the, it for just for magic kingdom. And I know like the extra magic hours are for like different parts at different times, which is totally cool. But at the same time, I feel like they should really be giving more opportunity or more opportune times for the extra magic hours for resort guests. So this does take away from that in a sense, but at the same, like at the same time, it's really cool. And Disney, this was a smart, I, I think this was a smart Disney choice. Again, it's something we've never done. I probably would think about doing it. I know that they just released their 2018 dates and I have those dates for you guys if you're thinking about going. It seems like it's more towards the beginning of the new year where it's between, you know, January, February, March. So like the first the first three months time is when they actually like do this of the year, the new year. I should say um and it so it'll they'll have the the dates for you for 2018 if you're thinking about going are January 19th 26th and 30th February 8th and 15th March 1st and March 8th um I guess that would be another con too is like you just want to make sure that you have like they should have more dates available and they should have more times I feel like like this is how many oh one, two, three, four, five. There's only seven times out of the three month period time that you can go. So if you're not in for that, those time, like one of those seven times when they're offering it, you're, for lack of better term, screwed. Um, <laughs> you will miss your opportunity and not be able to do the Disney After Dark if you're not staying at a resort. So for me, I'm kind of like, well, if you're going to offer this as a package, you should definitely offer it more than just those seven nights. And again, it's probably because those other nights have extra magic hours but or there's an event. But I do feel like they should make this available, you know, for more dates and more times. So that's kind of my little spiel on that. I mean, I, if I were, if I had done it, I would tell you that there's more. I've watched videos of people who have done it. They've pretended like they've snuck into Disney and it makes for a really cool video and it makes for a really good family experience because you kind of feel like you're sleeping at Disney in a sense. Um, you know, I, I miss the days of the Disney 24 hour events and I know that they had some complications with that kind of stuff, but I wish they kind of did those too. Like that would be awesome. I'm pretty sure they got rid of it to do these events and have you pay for it, which is totally fine, I guess. For them, it's a money making marketing thing, but I just kind of like miss that kind of stuff. And I think it would be cool to do like, to pretend like if you're doing the extra magic hours, you know, pretend to do a sleepover or pretend to, you know, have your kids come and pretend like they're, you know, they're in their pajamas and doing all this fun stuff in their pajamas. It makes for great memories. And definitely if you have a photo pass, it definitely makes for great photo pass photos. So if you guys have done this, please let me know. You can find all the information below in the show notes. You can find my Twitter, my Facebook, the Gmail and the call online. I really want to hear from you guys and I'd love to get the feedback. I also want to hear your stories about your life adventures and what's been the greatest adventure in your life. It doesn't have to be Disney related. It could be Disney related, but I want to get more feedback from you guys. And I'm not begging and pleading. I'm just asking for something from you to contribute to me so that we can get to know each other on more of a one to one level. Um, in the next couple of weeks, it's probably going to be really busy, you know, with the transition to moving. But I'm going to do my best to get a podcast out to you every Tuesday per the schedule. If I can't, I'll let you know that there's a special announcement, but I'm excited to really start my Carl and Ellie life. I really am. There's been 
you know, years have led up to this date. We've um, been renting for a really long time and we finally are going to get our home and it's our first home and I'm super excited about it. And I, you know, I can't wait to live that life in our home with Neil. So as you guys know, I've obviously been. Oh, I should mention if you have not done already, Please subscribe, and as Neil said, if you know who this is, this is amazing, hit that like button um, just to let us know that you're there and that you're hearing, and leave me a review, positive or negative. I love the feedback, and I would love to hear from you guys. All right, guys, my name has obviously been Christina Porter, and I've obviously been your host. Thanks so much for joining me for an excellent, excellent week of Disney news talking about Disney After Hours. I can't wait to see you guys in my new Disney studio with lots of new Disney things to come and with a visit by Neil and Carl. That would be awesome. All right, guys, I'll see you next week. Thanks so much. I'll see you real soon, pals. Bye.